Welcome, 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 geeks and nerds, girls and boys, to another all-new edition of geek to me Radio, our second annual all-Oscars show. We'll be talking with J. Miles Dale, the producer of The Shape of Water. After that, Max on Movies and I will have our Oscar picks. All that and more, stand by. jam-packed show today if you're listening on 105.3 fm and 1380 am thank you very much if you're hearing us after the fact in the podcast form on google play soundcloud itunes or podomatic thank you and if you're listening at points elsewhere in the world you're streaming us we appreciate your tuning in and listening we are going to jump right into it we are joined right now by j miles dale the producer of the award-winning film already and hopefully continue the award-winning streak at the Oscars, The Shape of Water. Miles Dale, thank you for being on air with us. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. So I want to, first of all, before we get into the movie, I want to thank you very much for your work on very possibly one of my favorite TV shows ever, Friday the 13th, the series. Oh, come on, man. You are going back in time. Oh, I used to watch it. I, I wasn't allowed to watch it, so I'd have to sneak up after my parents went to bed. But that was such a great show, and I always tell people about it because it's obviously got nothing to do with the movie Friday the 13th. But the plot was just great. It was, uh, I think, a little bit ahead of its time, almost in a Twilight Zone kind of way. But that was such a great show. Yeah, Curious Good. We had a good time making that show. That was kind of my first big job. I learned a lot on that show. So, um Working in all the, I was going over your resume and all the different eclectic, uh, from everything from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle to Hollywoodland, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. What draws you to a particular project? I think it's just, um, it's a few things. I mean, it might be the quality of the story, it might be that it just moves me emotionally, it might be um, uh, characters who I identify with. Uh, uh, uniqueness of the vision, if it's uh, a sort of a writer-director. So it could be all kinds of things. I just feel like more than anything, it's, it's uh, something that uh, uh, speaks to me and that I might be thinking about the next day, um, uh, you know, as opposed to something that you feel like you've you know, heard before or seen before or read before. I think it's just, if it feels new, that's, that's probably, you know, the thing that's going to um, uh, be important to me. 
And with a movie like The Shape of Water, uh, I, one question I've got, you've already got a lot of awards under your belt for this. Uh, you, you took home a Golden Globe for Best Director, Best Original Score. You've got Directors Guild of America Awards, PGA Awards, a number of Alliance of Women Film Journalists Awards. You've even got the Golden Lion at Venice Film Festival. Does having all those uh, awards going into the Oscars take some of the uh, edge off, I guess, or does that kind of raise the bar for you even more going into a award season like this? You know, it's hard to say. I think, you know, we are, we're grateful. You know, when, when, when we screened the film at Venice, it was the first time that anyone had, you know, any public audience had seen the film. And there was a 10 minute standing ovation where it was quite obvious to everybody that, you know, the movie had struck a chord with the audience and was legitimately, you know, resonating emotionally with people. And, and so that, you know, that was obviously took us by surprise, but it was an indication that, uh, you know, the audience was ready for this kind of a movie and um, that we were on to something. You know, you don't really know what the film is until you see it. Um, you know, you can't tell from the trailer, is it a Cold War thriller? Is it a, you know, a, a creature from the Black Lagoon? What is it? Um, so it, 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 the movie kind of sneaks up on you, you know? And so that has been interesting. You know, as for the awards, I think, you know, the, the critics awards were great, but the, you know, the peer group awards and the, the producers guild and the directors guild mean a lot because, those are from people, you know, as the Academy Awards are as well, and the Baptist, they know how hard it is to get a movie made and how hard it is to make a brilliant movie. And, and so, you know, just as I was, you know, deeply grateful about the Producers Guild Award, I think Guillermo felt the same way uh, about the DGA Award. Um, uh, so, you know, th those are great. And look, we, we are, you know, uh, humbled by recognition um, and whatever comes, comes. And the more people that can see the movie, um, you know, we're happy about that because, you know, the message of the movie seems very uh, important, you know, in these times. So it's all just kind of uh, um, taking us by surprise. You can't really plan on 13 Academy Award nominations and, and all this run of luck, um, but it's, it's lovely nonetheless. We're, we're very grateful. So of the 13 uh, awards you're nominated for going into the Oscars, um, I, I don't want to jinx it or anything like that, but among you and the cast and crew, are there any of them that you feel like it's a lock? We got that one for sure. Uh, are, you, are you thinking you'll get, you know, over half of the 13, more than half? Do you, do you guys have any inkling? Have you talked about it or is that, uh, is that a bad luck thing to do? Uh, we try not to talk about it, actually. Um, <laughs> You know, I think, again, I think, you know, just, just the recognition, you know, to start with is, is enough. You know, I mean, to, to get that many nominations and so many first-time nominees, I mean, Guillermo has been nominated before and Alexander Desplat has been nominated. I think this is his ninth time. But, you know, the, uh, me, the cinematographer, the production designer, the costume designer, all the sound guys, all first-time nominees, so we're just like, you know what, I mean, just truly, and, and people say this, just being nominated is, is, is a, a mind-blowing honor, but really and truly it is, and, and, and we do feel that way. So, I, I, you know, we're just going to go into it and 
see how it goes. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, the Academy membership has all, you know, changed a little bit over the last couple of years. And, you know, the, the, the prediction game feels like a bit of a sucker's game. So we're going to go, we're going to have a great time. You know, we're all going to be together. The nice thing about having all those nominations is that, you know, many of our people will be there. Um, so, you know, the fact that we can kind of all be together is a big part of it that, that we're grateful for and saying we're going, we're all going to London for the BAFTAs next week. And so it just feels like a great team accomplishment. Um, and beyond that, you know, somebody gave me some advice, which is just to live in the moment, enjoy it all, what happens, happens. And that's, uh, I've taken that advice to heart. That's good advice, I think, for any any occasion at all. I think Octavia Spencer, too, is is, a, is your good luck charm. I, I've not seen her in any movie that I've not enjoyed. So uh, it's, it's great that she's in this cast as well. She's always brilliant on screen. Yeah, she sure is. And, in fact, she's been kind of our awards whisperer because, you know, she's been down this trail a number of times in the last few years. And, um, you know, she, she's been sort of a... Uh, you know, someone to help us sort of manage expectations and emotions and everything else. And she's just, I mean, she's the loveliest person uh, in the world and just, you know, hanging out with her is so much fun, but to be able to share this with her where, you know, she can say, okay, here's what's going to happen next uh, and have that come true has been, uh, has been pretty cool. And you've worked with uh, Guillermo del Toro before, obviously on, uh, you were both producers on Mama, which I love. I'm a scary movie guy, so I love that film, uh, but obviously also The Strain and now Shape of Water. That's got to be a, a great comfort who you've already worked with someone so closely in other projects to be able to, I would assume that would facilitate the entire movie making process between the two of you. Well, I mean, you've got an established chemistry, which is good, and a, a shorthand and a shared taste. So all of that is good, and, 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 you know, trust is the most important thing. I mean, I know that, you know, he can deliver, and he knows that I don't have any agenda other than, you know, the movie. And, and so in a producer-director relationship, you know, which is different from our, you know, a co-producing relationship, mm. uh, that's sort of critically important. So. I just think, you know, that kind of established chemistry is, is, and shorthand is valuable where, you know, we, we know each other's tastes, you know, I know his expectations. Um, uh, so, you know, and, and he's brilliant. So, you know, it's a, he's also kind of inspiring in that way where, you know, if you can just keep up and execute the vision, you're going to end up with something pretty special. And all the we mentioned all the uh, movies and TV series you've worked on throughout your career. Uh, it's probably a tough question to answer, but of the ones, do you have a uh, a movie or a series that's really your you're still your favorite? You kind of hold close to your heart. You know, it's usually the one I'm working on <laughs> because it's uh, <laughs> it's closest to my heart at the moment. Um, you know, it's so many. I mean, I would put this frankly right at the top of the heap because I feel that we. You know, we got something special, and and it's it's hard to do. So I feel like you know, on this one, we got Guillermo working at the top of his game. We have you know a cast that is, without a doubt, the best cast you know that I've ever worked with, top to bottom, without a doubt. Um, and and the results kind of speak for themselves. So you know, I would put this at the top of the heap. 
And if uh, last question, if you were going to tell someone who, let's say someone's listening to this right now and they say, you know what, I haven't seen that movie yet and I want to get out there and see it. What would be the, the one biggest thing in your mind that would uh, the, the, be the biggest motivating factor, or biggest thing to convince someone who hasn't seen the movie yet to get out there in theaters and, and give it a watch? Well, I would, I would say that it's, it's uh, you know, if you're someone who's, you know, feeling like a bit of an outsider or you're misunderstood or you're not, you know, let in certain situations or you just want to feel good about love and, the, you know, the possibility for love, you know, there's something in this movie for you. There's nobody who doesn't come out of this movie feeling pretty good about it. Uh, or feeling inspired in some way, um, you know, it's it's a little heart wrenching in places, but and also I think there's something for everybody in a way. Like you know, you do have your Cold War thriller, and you do have you know different genres. You do have your your geeky monster side, and and you do have your love story. So it's it's kind of like four movies in one. So if you if you don't like one part of it, you'll probably like the other three. Definitely something for everybody. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. And once again, Shape of Water up for 13 Oscars. J. Miles Dale, thank you very much for your time today and for being on air with us. We're looking forward to seeing you guys grab that trophy. Well, from your lips to God's ears, we, we are in sync on that one. Break legs. Thanks very much, and have a great rest yeah. of the day. There he goes, J. Miles Dale. Looking forward to seeing if that one gets the big win tonight. 13 Oscar nominations. We'll uh, see what Max and I have. We'll compare notes shortly. We'll be right back after this, so stand by. Hi, this is Shin Han, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. We are back. Talking right now, uh, the, uh, the chief guru of Marcus Theaters and their marketing, Mr. Brett Hoffman. Brett, thanks for jumping on air with us. Hey, James. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, uh, big day, Oscars Day. It's like Christmas for anyone who loves movies. Uh, we just had J. Miles Dale, the producer of Shape of Water, talking about that. Um, and I know I love Marcus had the big thing going where they you could see all the Oscar-nominated movies. You'd get the pass and just binge. It was fantastic. Yeah, that was a great time. We had a lot of people come out for that. A lot of people got to sit together over two days and watch all nine films. Um, Truthfully, I don't know if I could watch all nine in a row like they did, but I certainly was happy watching all of these throughout the year. Yeah, my wife's the same way. She's like, I can maybe sit through two, but I cannot. I'm like, come on! Why did I marry you? Uh, but she's great other than that, seriously. Um, so of the ones you've seen, we've got the, the, the list in front of us. Do you have a favorite for uh, any of the big, uh, the big categories? Best picture, best uh, actor in a leading role, best actor in a leading uh, support, I should say supporting role? What are your, you got picks well, or I thoughts? Should... I certainly do. Let me give you my picks of some of the, the top categories right now. I think in actor in a leading role, you're going to see Gary Oldman take the Oscar home tonight. His performance in the darkest hour of Winston Churchill is just spot on. Just the makeup alone that they had to put on this guy to pull this off <laughs> makes him deserving of the award. Um, I think Daniel from Get Out may have a chance as well, but Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour, he's taking this one home and well-deserved for him for a great representation of Winston Churchill. And how about actress in the um, leading role? Do you have a preference there? Sure, right here. I think this one's going to Frances McDormand. 
about 20 years after she received the award for Fargo, we're going to see her winning this for three billboards outside of Missouri. If anyone has seen this film, her performance really helps make the movie, along with some great performances by her supporting cast. Uh, just a mother in anguish who's angry at people for not investigating the death of her daughter. Uh, Frances McNorman, I think, takes this one home and a well-deserved award for her as well. And the the, uh, the director for uh, Best Director, what's uh, what's your take on that one? You know, Shape of Water leads the field with 13 nominations and very well-deserved. I'm hoping and I seriously would like to see Guillermo del Toro win for The Shape of Water. We've seen some of his other pictures, like Pan's Labyrinth and Hellboy and things of that nature. He does such a good job visually. Now, that's a little toned down here in The Shape of Water versus what we're used to with some of his action pictures. However, if you just look at the directing style and just the grace that he uses uh, with the camera and both the storytelling and The Shape of Water, um, that's why I believe they're going to split director and best picture up this uh, tonight. Uh, usually director and best picture go hand in hand, but I would say Guillermo del Toro gets it for director, which leads me to think, I just got to believe right now that the best picture tonight is going to go to three billboards outside of Missouri. It seems to be getting a lot of positive spin. It seems to have all the momentum going into tonight. There are a few pundits betting on Get Out, which was a tremendous movie in its own right. Mm. Uh, I just think Get Out has the disadvantage of having been released way earlier in the year. And when you look at the history of movies that win Oscars, it's usually those that are, that are released during the end of the year, they're top of people's mind, and they have a big push going into the February or March uh, time frame when they're giving the award away. So I'm going to give it the three billboards outside in Missouri a movie that can sometimes be difficult to watch. But besides the Frances McNormand, uh, besides her performance, which we talked about, it's the roles of everyone in that picture, which are just tremendous. Uh, Woody Harrelson does a great job in this movie. And I just just think that basically we're going to see uh, that movie win just because it had so many people working for it. I think the other thing is Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell they're both nominated for supporting actors. Yeah. You could give it to either one, and I think actually they may hit each other out. I think a lot of people <laughs> like two billboards out of Evan, Missouri, are going to vote for one of the two of them. That way they both could be in second and third place by the end of this thing. Uh, Sam Rauco won the award for the, for the Golden Globe. I believe Woody Harrelson's performance was a little bit better in the picture. The challenge was that Woody just is not on screen a whole heck of a lot of time in the movie Uh, for reasons. If you watch the movie, you'll understand, but I believe either one of them should get it. I'm rooting for Rudy, uh, Woody in that one. But overall, I think uh, the picture is probably the most complete picture out of the pictures that, that are on the list. I don't know. What are your thoughts, James? Yeah, I mean, I would love to see Get Out just because it's such a, a, an original. I love original ideas, and I just like, I like the whole concept of that movie. So for Best Picture, I was hoping for either Get Out or Shape of Water, which uh, we both, my wife and I went and saw that, and we loved it. Um, directing, I, I agree. I'd really, I think uh, Guillermo's got it sewn up there. Not that the others, you know, obviously these are the best of the best who come to the Oscars, but I would like to see uh, Guillermo win for Shape of Water for directing. Um 
the, the best picture, though, there's all that pushback about people. And again, this is the Academy, obviously, but uh, the pushback with people who didn't like the redemptive story. They, you know, no one got redeemed. No one learned anything. But that was the kind of movie they were trying to make. So I see both sides of the argument for three billboards. Uh, but I'm, I'm still hoping either Get Out or Shape of Water takes best picture tonight. I think either one of the three of them certainly have a chance. Um, I mean, had to bet on one horse and I'm <laughs> three billboards outside in Missouri uh, for the reasons I stated. Mm. You know, if anyone won, I'd say this was great. Um, I think this year what we saw was with the exception of Dunkirk, there was that lack of mainstream film that breaks in there and, uh, and is really trying to take it. Dunkirk was probably the most mainstream film that we saw nominated. Uh, a lot of other movies are not movies that a ton of mainstream moviegoers might have gone and seen. Sure. I think that's great. I think that this brought more people to the movies to see films that were a little different flavor than your standard action or your standard blockbuster film. And in the end, that's what it's all about. I know I enjoyed, well, I didn't see all nine pictures over two days. (laughs) I was at theaters talking to those who were at our Best Picture Festival and just listening to the enthusiasm of everyone as they were coming, as they were debating all the picks, that's what this is all about, and that's what makes this Hollywood's biggest night tonight. And I'll just, uh, one more before I let you go, actress in a supporting role, Octavia Spencer would make history tonight if she takes that one. Uh, What are your thoughts on actress? That is exactly my pick. I think Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water, I will definitely would give it to her for this one. Uh, I think the other is there are some great performances, including Allison Janney for I, Tanya, and uh, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread. But I really think that Octavia Spencer has got this one. Uh, let's hope, because she has done such a great job in just the last couple years, and I'm hoping they give it to her tonight the Oscars. I agree entirely. And, Brett, uh, thank you very much for jumping on air with us on Set Short Notes on your Sunday. I appreciate that. And as always, everything Marcus Theaters does for the show. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. We'll see how the ballots make themselves out. Have a good afternoon. You too. Take care. And if you did get a chance to go see those nine Oscar-nominated films in the Marcus Theater, good for you. You're seeing it in a first-class facility. Marcus Theater changes the way you're seeing movies, not just here in St. Louis, because they've got 11 other states, or I should say 10 other states, in which you can see them. Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, and Wisconsin. And I will say my wife and I, we had gift cards, so we went and saw Shape of Water in a different theater. Just because we had the gift cards, we were out one night, and I will say the difference was noticeable. I'm not going to call out the competitor because that's not what I do. But I will say Marcus Theater above and beyond the competition here in the St. Louis area. And I'm sure in any of the states you go to visit, uh, the, the big seats, the heated seats, we just saw Annihilation. And I know, Max, you went and saw that one as well. We were at the Galaxy. And, oh, the heated seats. Great, I, great movie. I could just curl up there and fall asleep in, the, in, those, uh, in those seats they have. The Dream Loungers. Yeah, it's fantastic. They're amazing. And if you want uh, good concessions, they've got the best concessions. So make sure you check out their website, MarcusTheaters.com. A big thank you to Mr. Brett Hoffman for jumping on air with us. We're going to come back, and we're going to go over our Oscar picks with Max himself from Maxim Movies right after this. So stand by. master 
Hey, this is John Heater. I played Napoleon Time and other unforgettable characters, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. I guess it's a pretty good station. I've never heard of it or anything. John Heater, Napoleon Dynamite. Um, so we just uh, we're going over all of our Oscar picks. I want to say uh, if you're watching them tonight, you know you got to have your snacks ready. If you got your Oscar party, hopefully. You've already gotten your shipment from Popcorn Buddha because, you know, if you want to chick, uh, kick back and watch the Oscars, a big old bowl of Cajun bacon ranch or, uh, my goodness, they sent me some Boston cream pie flavor in this last batch they sent me. And wow, it, I sit there and just eat that with my coffee in the morning. My wife's like, that's not breakfast. I'm like, sure, it's corn. It's a vegetable. I'm good. I'm good. But uh, they don't have a bad flavor. I know I've said this before, and I will say this. The the sponsors I have on my show are sponsors who I actually believe in. I use their stuff. I eat their products. I go to these theaters. So I'm not just, I will never be one of those people, no matter how big I get. I'm very small now. But when I, when I do get, you know, hopefully I grow. I'm not going to be one of those people who tries to push you something or sell you something that I don't use or like or believe in. Popcorn Boot is one of those companies. And they're fantastic people. If you are wanting to order some popcorn for the next upcoming event, for the next party you have, so you don't have the same old chip and dip and everything else that everyone else has, get some Cajun bacon ranch, get some old-fashioned vanilla, get some Boston cream pie, whatever your flavor is you want, order that in and use the coupon code GEEK, G-E-E-K, during checkout, and they will take 15% off of your subtotal. Check out that website, popcornbuddhausa.com. We are live in studio with Max on Movies talking uh, for our second annual. We did this last year, so we're glad did, you're yeah. able to do this again. Thank you for have, having me back, James. And I want to point out to uh, any potential sponsors out there listening that I will sell out. Okay. And <laughs> I don't have to actually enjoy your product, and yet I will be a shill for it. Well, see, so, so you get the, the yin and the yang of advertising right there. That's great. That's right. And uh, today is uh, sort of a holiday in my house. Uh, every single year, I forsake my family uh, to obsessively watch this show and uh, I used to just do it sort of on my own and then Twitter happened and so for about the last seven or eight years I do something called live tweeting where I comment on every single thing that happens during the Oscars to be able to do this very quickly I have a laptop I have a tablet and I have my phone and um, it's like I a have, bat cave in the Oscars house it is house crazy <laughs> and I've already told my wife like hey could you take care of our six year old tonight so I can obsessively uh, live tweet the Oscars so please follow me on Twitter at Max on Movies and of course follow James as well at uh, geek to me Radio and uh, it's it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a lot of snacks and a lot of snark as well. Perfect. Snacks and snark. Yeah. That could be a new show in and of itself. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I know we won't be able to get to all the categories, and there are some, obviously, that I've not seen, uh, documentary feature, documentary short, animated short film, mm-hmm. some of those I've not seen. Now, as obsessive as you are, have you literally seen everything in every category? Uh, not every single category. I have seen at least one thing in every category. Okay. So, for instance, animated short films, I've seen Dear Basketball, Negative Space. In uh, documentary short, I've seen Edith and Eddie, uh, Last Minute in Aleppo for uh, documentary feature. But not not every single film, no. Okay. But, um, but I've seen more, I think, than the average bear. And I think this is a pretty easy ballot this year to fill out, although it is funny what some people consider the front runners to be. Uh, we had the uh, lovely young gentleman on from Marcus, uh, who I couldn't disagree with more on a lot of those picks. Hmm. I think some of them might be emotional picks, and I understand that. People always want to advocate for what they would like to see win. I would love to see Lady Bird and Get Out do very well, but they're not going 
going to Ladybird. No one's rooting for Ladybird. Their nominations are their consolation prizes. Uh, as much as I love both of those films, they're not going to do anything tonight. See, and as I was going through these, I kind of almost have to debate myself. Here's what I'd really like to see win. Oh, but is that going to be what gets picked? So it's hard for I think any movie fan to do. It is. So it do is. you have? Two sets of picks, the ones you'd well, like to see win well, and the ones you know are going to win? Yeah, I mean, every year I do a top ten list, and uh, that's sort of my version of the Oscars. Because I could say, well, the best picture was this, and I really like the performance in this. Uh, but, of course, the Oscars, you have to sort of divorce yourself. And you have to remember, too, that it is, uh, it is everyone's contemporaries voting for them in every category. The only one that every Oscar voter is eligible to vote in is Best Picture. Uh, and which is why the producer gets that statue. But if but for like sound editing, it's only sound editors that mm. get to vote for that, which is great because they know what oh, to sure. look for. Yeah, if anyone would. Now, of course, in all the editing categories, uh, sound editing and film editing, Baby Driver is going to win both of those. Because if anybody saw Baby Driver, they know that's a slam dunk. That movie is built yeah. on sound editing. Yes. I have that down for sound mixing and sound editing. Is that what you meant, both those? Well, no. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with film editing for Baby Driver and sound editing for sound mixing. It's sort of a left field one, but I'm going to go Last Jedi because of some of the interesting things in that movie. Like when Laura Dern does what Laura Dern does, there's no there's silence. For oh, a while. yeah. And I think yeah. that's a really interesting thing. So I think that the the nerds out there who mix audio might really enjoy that. Now, I understand that we have some time to kill here. We probably won't go through every category. But as you can see, I do have every category filled out. I did want to get to some things that uh, people who are watching the Oscars tonight can look for. There are six records that could be broken at the Oscars tonight. If uh, Timothy Chalamet wins for Call Me By Your Name, at 22, he will become the youngest Best Actor winner in history. Now, that's crazy because there's a lot of young actresses who've won when they're 9, 10, 11, 12 at the, at the Oscars. But for actor, the youngest is just Adrian Brody, who is almost 30. <laughs> what do you won for the pianist? So in uh, you can't say that on the air. Pianist. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> but um, so I and I don't think Timothy will win, but that's something that people can look out for. And if Rachel Morrison wins for cinematography for uh, for Mudbound, she also did the cinematography for, for Black Panther, mm. but she will become the first woman to ever win in that category. Now, am I correct? Because I know Octavia Spencer is uh, already broken some records just for nominations. But if she wins tonight, won't that be like the most wins for any person back to back years consecutively, regardless of category or something like that? Um, who back to back wins? I'm not sure. I mean, because she's won the past. I think she won uh, something. Uh, she won for Hidden Figures okay. last year. You're right. Um, there the movie last before that, 2016. She won for something. But I think she won two in a row. So you're thinking it could be a three-peat. Right, exactly. She could be the Chicago Bulls of the uh, uh, of the Oscars. Well, that's not going to happen because Laurie Metcalf is going to win Best Supporting Actor. Lady Bird I, again. I, you with I, your Lady Bird. I know that everybody thinks it's going to be Allison Janney because she won a lot of the, uh, the awards going up to this. But I think people forget how respected Laurie Metcalf is in Hollywood. Um, she's done great work, not just on Roseanne, but in feature films on stage as well in different theater uh, plays so I think she's definitely going to win this, this she'll never have a role better mm. than this role in Lady Bird so I think she is a slam dunk I've got Octavia Spencer for that one uh, for actress in a supporting role that was I, I, I just I, she just there's something about her she always every like every movie she's in just plays this perfectly just balanced I don't know there's something about the way she I don't know it's just her because she's not one of those actresses like Julia Roberts who in every movie you see her in She's Julie Roberts. Octavia Spencer has like some degrees of this, degrees of this. So her scene with uh, with Kirsten Dunst in the bathroom is probably why she's nominated. It was a great, great scene. Yeah, the, uh, very, very uh, 
Speaking of making history, name, Octavia Spencer. if Jordan Peele wins Best Director for Get Out, he'll be the first African-American in history to do so. He's not going to, though. I think Best Director, of course, is, it's kind of a lock for Guillermo del Toro, uh, who could not be a nicer gentleman. And so hats off to him. I am a little shocked that the groundswell of support after his entire career happens with this movie. I don't understand that. Yeah, I think a lot of other uh, a lot of other great things there. <laughs> that, but for some reason, people have woken up and they say, "Oh, why wow, he's actually really talented." So good for him, and I'm happy that uh, that he's going to get best best director. I have him down for that as do. So we we will agree on that one for sure. Uh, why don't we take a quick break? We're going to come back talking more Oscars. Um, we, I wasn't planning on, but if you want to call in and give what you think is going to be the pick for the one of the big three, uh, lead actor, lead actress, or picture, go ahead and feel free to give us a call at 844-855-1380, and we'll uh, try to get to your name and your pick. We're going to come right back talking more Oscars after this. Stand by. This is Greg Grunberg, Snap Wexley from Star Wars. And it's all geek to me, my friends. We are back. Talking all things movies. If you're talking about all things outdoors, today is a gorgeous day. If you want to get out and enjoy it, no better place to go than historic St. Charles. Uh, check out the website, discoverstcharles.com, if you want to plan out your day or if you just want to go and be spontaneous. There's not uh, something you'll find out there that's like, oh, there's nothing to do because there's always something to do. You can go hiking up and down the Katy Trail, walk around, check out all the historical placards. There's I'll always see people out there getting pictures taken, whether it's a bridal party or people have just gotten married. They're getting their wedding photos because it's gorgeous. It's scenic. And today is a great day. Get out there and check that out. You can find a great place to eat, enjoy some wine, kick back, do some shopping, whatever you want to do. They have something for everyone. DiscoverSTCharles.com is the website. You can plan out your trip with the events tab, the things to do tab. They got all the attractions, the trip ideas, the recreational stuff, the salons and spas, all the places, the restaurants. If you're looking for something to satisfy that sweet tooth of yours, they got the fudge shop right there. Uh, all sorts of things. My wife always goes into the little spice shop there and gets all of her stuff for her cooking when she goes down there. So literally something for everybody. You can even, if you got a wedding coming up, wedding season, if you haven't gotten a venue planned yet, they got some great places. You can plan your wedding right there on their website as well, discoverstcharles.com. Very proud to have them as the premier sponsor of geek to me Radio. Talking all things Oscars, I do want to mention our friend Tom Stockman, who has been on the show before. We are movie geeks. He writes for them. Does some great movie reviews. He is hosting an event tonight. If you're like, oh, we didn't get invited to an Oscars party, or oh, we don't, we wanted to kind of do something, but it's too late to plan anything now. Don't worry. Down at the Tivoli tonight, six thirty to ten thirty, Tom Stockman will be hosting an event. You can watch the Oscars on the screen at the Tivoli. He's got some swag to give out. He's a great MC. Does a lot of. Uh, he knows his movies. Uh, really really well backwards and forwards so you can go down there and check out that event the facebook page you can find on the events just type in 
Tivoli Oscars, and they'll come right up for you. Go ahead and uh, head on down to the Tivoli it's right here really in St. Louis. It's a really cool event. Whenever they take a commercial break, he gives away prizes. They do trivia contests. It, it's really a whole lot of fun. Plus, the Tivoli is a wonderful theater, yeah. and you should always support uh, uh, you know, local theaters. Like exactly. That. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's a really cool place. This is a Geek to Me Radio, and so I wanted to point out something else that could make history tonight. I don't think this is going to happen, but if the Hugh Jackman movie Logan oh, won best, uh, uh, best Adapted Screenplay, now, it is considered a long shot, but that would be the first time anything adapted from a comic book would win an Oscar for screenplay. Now, just its nomination was the first time ever that they said, oh, you took this source material, you made a film worthy enough for us to say nice job, which, again, for comic book films is huge. Yeah. So I think that's sort of their consolation prize to James Mangold and everything. There you go. You have a nomination. For adapted, it's going to be Call Me By Your Name, of That's course. what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I would like to be Logan, but that. yeah, yeah. yeah. And original screenplay, you're thinking uh, three billboards. It's probably going to be three billboards. I would love to see Big Sick. See, I've got Get Out for that one just because I think, the, like I said, the originality. I love original concepts. Not that theirs weren't, but I would love to see Get Out get more recognition than, you know, it's... I agree. A lot of these categories, there's other people I'm like, oh, that, yeah. I mean, directing and best picture, probably not going to win Get Out, but I would like to see it win one of those. But, yeah, original screenplay would be a great, I think... uh, now, I know you and I have talked about this uh, animated feature film. We kind of butted heads because there was a blowback on Twitter when those that category was announced because everyone's like, how do you have Boss Baby and not Lego Batman? You were like, Lego Batman's crap. You didn't yeah, like I don't, it. I don't like Lego Batman, uh, but it doesn't really matter because Ferdinand has no chance. Breadwinner, Boss Baby has no chance. It's a, it's a two-picture race between Coco, which, of course, is the favorite, being Pixar. Uh, but I think Loving Vincent might win this. Really? It's, it's a really great shorter animated film that uh, is an interesting way to do a biography of, of one of the great artists of all time. And I think a lot of Academy voters... Look down on animation, and so I think that's why they might go for Loving Vincent. Okay, well, that's quite possible. I know um, I'm, I'm trying to debate if we should take a break now and have a little bit more in the longer sure, segment. Do you, wanna, do, do you want to? All right, so we're going to come back and how wrap about, it up. How about we do big one ones. more? You pick right. it, and then we'll take a break and come back. I was going to ask cinematography. I've got Blade Runner 2049. I think this is uh, this is the Susan Lucci year for Roger Deakins. He's never won cinematography before. He's arguably the best one working uh, today. And just like Susan Lucci was nominated over and over again for her role as Erica Kane on All My Children, took her about 20 years to win. He will win tonight Good. for Blade Runner 2049. That is my pick as well. So we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to break now so we can come back and have a little more time at the end of the hour to play with. I do want to mention if you are going to be listening next week, we are live from Toy Man Toy Show. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from that event. So if you want to support this show, come on out and buy some of my stuff. I'm going to have some autographed Stan Lee merch and some other cool things I'll be selling. We'll talk to you then. And we'll be right back with our wrap-up of our Oscars after this. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're listening to Geek to Me Radio. 20 years ago, 20 years ago, Batman Sub-Zero came out. And they've now given it a 20th anniversary Blu-ray release. I'm going to try to talk Chef Liz into doing a Batman animated feature at some point during Tenacious Eats because that would be outstanding probably i'm one of the few who would enjoy it i know a lot of people are like well this is stupid it's a cartoon if she does mask of the phantasm i am there with bells on see that would be fantastic see it'd be people like max and i and if you've not been to a tenacious eats event before they've got an event coming up march 18th it's a brunch 
that she's doing. She's showing the fantastic Mr. Fox and proceeds will go to help local animals. Uh, you can actually get a voucher to go see Isle of Dogs at the brunch. Uh, it's going to be great food because it's Chef Liz and she doesn't do anything bad. Everything's good. The movie she picks are brilliant. I think she's done fantastic Mr. Fox before. Uh, or she's at least had a menu planned. But so uh, this will be fun because it'll be a brunch event. And that's March 18th. If you'd like to get tickets, go to brownpapertickets.com. Type in Tenacious Eats. It'll pop right up. Check out the Facebook. Make sure you're following Tenacious Eats on Facebook and on Twitter at Tenacious Eats and on Instagram at Tenacious Eats. Uh, good food, great movies, always a good time. And I'm sure Chef Liz will be uh, watching the Oscars tonight as well. Um, we've got just a little bit of time left here in the back of the hour. So, Max, we'll start with you. Actor in a leading role. Actor in a leading role is going to be Gary Oldman for The Darkest Hour. And this is, to me, to me it's a Lifetime Achievement Award. Anybody who can play Sid Vicious and Beethoven and Dracula and Commissioner uh, Sirius Gordon. Black. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he's just, his, his range is incredible. And so that's why he's going to win for Darkest Hour. And uh, I have him down as well. I was, it might be Daniel Day-Lewis because I know he's like, this is my last picture. So I wonder uh, if people are like, ooh. He's retired before and came back. They don't care. Okay. Well, he's done that. So, uh, Gary Oldman is my pick as well. Actor in a supporting role. It's going to be Christopher Plummer. Uh, now, really? Now, he is currently the record holder for, um, for the oldest Best Supporting Actor winner in history. He won for Beginners in 2012. He was 82. He's going to win tonight, and he will be the oldest winner of an Oscar ever for any category of wow. acting. He'll, 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 he's 88. Uh, but he's going to win because Hollywood loves this story. He did something impossible. He came in at, at the 11th hour and in a matter of days uh, filled in for Kevin Spacey in the age of Time's Up and Me Too. This is going to win because he was incredible in that role. That is crazy that he jumped in like that. I've got Sam Rockwell just because I think Three Billboards is on everyone's mind and that he did such a good, not that Woody Harrelson didn't, but he, like uh, Brett Hoffman said, more screen time in that one. So I had Sam Rockwell down. I we'll think it's see. a bit more of a problematic role. Okay. Well, we'll see. And again, I'm not, not taking anything away from Christopher Plummer because that was pretty cool. He stepped in and just got that done. He's now going to fill in for everybody. If you're an actor <laughs> right, in Hollywood yeah, exactly. and you get kicked out, Christopher Plummer is coming to replace yep. you. So be warned. Actress in a leading role. Uh, it's absolutely a slam dunk. Frances McDormand, uh, even though I didn't love Three Billboards, she's amazing in that film. It's absolutely her best work since Fargo. I know we, we are wrapping up here. Please follow me on Twitter at Maxim Movies as I live tweet the Oscars tonight. Keep me company, will you? Exactly. And James, thank you for having me on yet again. Thank you. Like I said, I always like to have people who are smarter than me about the subject matter, which is why I always have guests on my show because I don't know anything. That's why I have guests like Max on here to talk about movies. And, uh, and I will say actress in a supporting role. I'm going to say Octavia Spencer. We mentioned it before. I love her and everything she does. Octavia Spencer does no wrong in my book. Uh, so I think I'm hoping it'll be her. If you uh, would like to keep up with everything we do, Twitter at geek me Radio. Instagram at geek me Radio. Uh, if you go to geek me Radio.com, click on the YouTube ad, check out my unboxings and more. Until next week, my friends.
Thank you, Ebbing, Missouri. Good night.